Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? I'm feeling fly. How you feel? I'm feeling good. I have a chicken in the oven. What? Yeah. You roasting up a bird. I'm roasting a bird. It's family night here uh, at my place. Are you doing that skillet move? Uh, no, I'm not doing the, oh, with the where I put the bread and the chicken like drips onto the bread and then it gets all crispy and drippy and delicious. I'm not doing that. Oh, <laughs> my dick got hard and then it went soft. <laughs> I'm uh, roasting a chicken with uh, just some potatoes swimming around in there and some Brussels sprouts. What's the outside skin of the potato color? The outside skin of the potato are little baby new potatoes, little red red guys. Yeah. And I buttered the chicken. The skin? Uh-huh. And I stuffed it with a lemon and a bunch of garlic. And then uh, hella salt. And it's in at uh, 375 for 45 minutes to get that breast nice and juicy with the breast side down. And then I'm going to flip it when we finish recording. And I'm going to put the breast side up and crisp it up. And... Uh, yeah, it's going to be fucking Holy good. Holy smokes. What happens to the potatoes while they're sitting in there as oh, the chicken cooks? Oh, they get so juicy and then a little crispy too because I turn up the heat at the end and make it all kind of like super hot for about 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh, so then the part of the potato that's touching the pan mm-hmm. crisps up and gets that kind of caramelly, mm-hmm. sticky, juicy while soaking in all of that chicken? Swimming in like chicken, garlic, lemon juice. Christ. Yeah. What do you? So what do you do? <laughs> then you just like... Pull it out, hunch over the sink, and grab a fork. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> Heck yes. No, I'm going to uh, actually make myself a plate and sit down and have a nice dinner. I feel like I... Like I a civilian. To, yeah, and I need to be treating myself well right now, you know? Yeah. It's a weird time in the world. Everyone should be good to themselves. That's the key, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, welcome to Weed and Grub, everybody. Welcome, this is what this is. <laughs> welcome to Weed and Grub, everybody. This is a podcast about cannabis, cooking, comedy, calling shit out, culture, and chicken. And chicken. Yeah. Roast chicken. Ooh, all the C's. Uh-huh. All the juicy C's. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of recipe that goes a long way too, huh? Meaning like I use all of the parts of the chicken. Yeah, like I, the so the fur fam gets some. That's kind of why I'm doing it because like we've all had a bit of a week. I looked at these little faces today and I was like, we all, we all need a chicken. And so um, like I need a chicken, but also <laughs> Bobo and Archie let me know that they'd like some chicken too. So uh, we're all going to have some chicken for dinner and then they'll get little scraps for the next couple of days in their bowls and I'll have a chicken salad sandwich tomorrow with one of my volunteer tomatoes that's been popping up outside my house. And then um, I'm going to use the carcass and make a big vat of soup. Oof. Mm-hmm. As it gets colder, as the sun goes down, like night soup yeah. is such a treat. I love a bowl of night soup. And I can live off that. So yeah, chicken will feed the three of us, this little household, for like three or four days. That's the move. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's so much better than when I grew up just getting sliced deli meat. Oh. You know, because then you just make, you know, I just lived on sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, mustard on one side, mayonnaise on the other, slap uh-huh. a cheese, slap a... Slap a tomato? Slap a tomato, mm-hmm. slap a turkey on there. Wet though, right? The tomato? Like a sloppy Sammy? Uh, Yeah, as sloppy as I could handle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and so having a whole chicken to like make a sandwich or just grab a piece of skin and pop it on your mouth as you walk out the door oh yeah you know when i pulled that thing out of the oven the first thing i do is hunch over it and i do eat the skin hunched over the stove (laughs) (laughs) and then archie and bobo cluster around and everyone has a little bit and they also get the giblets i save the giblets and cook them up in like a little butter and um, no salt or anything and they each get a little giblet treat for dinner too they eat so well. They do. Wow. Yeah. Really nice. You know, I got to take care of my fur fam. That's They're what's good. Up. They, they give me a lot, so I got to give back. 
Mm. Isn't that the the way the world should work? Yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) We have a really cool episode today that we should get to because we talked to Kate for such an awesome, fun time. Yeah, that was, this is one of my favorite conversations we've ever had. It was definitely like, I'm glad I'm going to be eating first and then listening because it was we got kind of raunchy so i would definitely say like if you're listening to this on your lunch break finish your lunch first that's what's up but don't cut it we're, we're not cutting any of it out oh no okay we're good. leaving all of it in yeah uh-huh. I, I almost said a preview with the double b word but i don't want to say the double b word uh okay do you know the double b word i'm trying to figure out what you mean by the double b you'll word. know when we everyone will know the double b word when we <laughs> listen to the episode okay do you want to get to the news yes okay okay so grublet gazette Presented by Word on the Tree. Follow at Word on the Tree for everything good in cannabis news. And Word on the Tree today is reporting a really crazy story from Leafly, which I write for every so often. Leafly is reporting that illicit cannabis vape carts hospitalized seven people in California. And there's actually been a rash of vape cart poisonings across the country. And it's basically uh, black market vape carts that are um, not lab tested and they have contaminants and they've actually made a bunch of people really sick. And these seven in California were sent to the ER, six in their 20s and one 60 year old were hospitalized for severe acute respiratory distress syndrome, also known as SARDS. Two of them had to be put on mechanical ventilation to save their lives. This is awful. It's horrible. And it's basically these black market vape cartridges that are not going through lab testing. They are imported. The empty vape cartridges are imported from China. And then producers are filling the carts with raw THC oil cut with agents like propylene glycol, vegetable glycerin, and medium chain triglycerides. And um, they're just contaminated and toxic. And they can make you very sick. And some of these folks almost died. So... Just if you're buying vape cartridges, just make sure that you're buying buying them from a reputable source and that they've been lab tested and that they're safe. And if you can't um, f- make sure that that's the case, then don't use vape carts. Just make sure you're smoking flour. Absolutely, yeah. flour flour forever. Flour forever, and I mean, flour can be contaminated too. They can can be sure if it's grown in Asia, and, Yeah, you know, it can have mold and mildew and all sorts of stuff that's not great for you to smoke. But at the very least, it's not going to be cut with weird shit. Like it's if if it's just the bud, you're going to be a lot safer than you would be with a possibly contaminated black market vape cartridge do you think that this is a very is this a strong enough reason to go federal finally this kind of thing happening or do you think that the government doesn't care because these are like single case items that have probably happened this isn't the first time unfortunately no and i think the government um i mean it's a great case for legalizing cannabis because synthetic cannabis also like k2 and spice and stuff sent tons of people to the hospital so you know that along with this it's enough of a crisis that hopefully federal regulators will take note and be like well that's another notch for you know descheduling and legalizing cannabis so we can make sure that anyone who has access to it is smoking and vaping safe product yeah you know absolutely especially when you do if you want to like unpack the idea of pharmaceuticals and side effects and Mm -hmm. all of the problems that legal pills that you can get over the counter like i just heard that advil is terrible for you and ibuprofen and like all these things and like don't let your dog lick out advil because it can destroy his liver like there are so many problems everywhere with Uh everything yeah but if it has like gone through scientific and lab testing. At least you know that you have a better chance. Yeah, of... or fucking grow your own. Or I mean, grow your own. You How know? about that? Yeah. 
like you you know if you really want to be safe grow your own food grow your own weed you know where it's come from and you can put it into your body feeling really safe and healthy about it so yeah for sure like we we should all have access to that if you're in a state where you can't buy it legally then hopefully you you can get a medical card and grow your own and if you can't do that then just do it on the dl and do, be smart about it yeah you know don't buy if, if you're in a state where you can't access legal cannabis then don't don't buy black market shit just don't don't fucking do it it's i had no idea how dangerous that really was it's crazy wow these people almost died and it's happening all over the place so it's a it's a big deal well i hope that they get back on track i almost said something along the lines of um be careful out there yeah but like oh what's that gonna well, help? that's fear-mongering <laughs> <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah now i'm a part of the machine i try and rage against every time oh yikes <laughs> <laughs> i have a little bit of breaking news too yeah yeah is there a breaking buds no um, what's beep 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 oh wait <laughs> oh i like that that's good that's good i got so excited i yeah oh wait or i could i could do a bong rip sound hang on uh water Oh, wait, no, I did it wrong. That was just drinking water. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, what's the story? Breaking bongs. Um, well, so the Texas DPS officers are now not arresting in low-level marijuana cases because of a new hemp law. Uh-huh. I will try and explain this cleanly. Okay. It is a little bit confusing, but so is fucking law. So give me a break. Okay. You know what I mean? So basically, there was just a... Let me scroll on down here. There was just a moment where Texas... Uh, legalized hemp but within that memo the new hemp bill that was passed is called house bill 1325 but the problem with that memo is that it doesn't clarify the word marijuana and so because marijuana is not a clearly defined term Mm -hmm. and hemp comes from the marijuana plant it's all the same plant it's all the same thing and so now all the lawyers are like well then you can't possibly prosecute my client because marijuana charges are now legal because hemp is legal and so unless you're doing lab testing to prove that he had marijuana then you have no case and so now texas is like drop all the cases this isn't gonna work you can still write them a citation and they still have to go to court and they still might go to jail but all the lawyers are like we will not be picking up these cases anymore Mm -hmm. you will lose every case that we have picked up and the law is on our side now that's kind of fucking fantastic (laughs) isn't that great it's fucking fantastic i think i read a similar story about that happening in ohio maybe last week so this seems to be happening all around because now the farm bill was passed in december 2018 and that legalized hemp under the federal law so now these states are passing state law and the only difference is that hemp is um it's supposedly under the farm bill it has to be less than 0.03% THC. But otherwise, it's the same plant. It's just the amount of psychoactive or intoxicating or whatever you want to call THC as a cannabinoid substance in there. So that's fucking great. Congratulations, Texas. Right? Get lit. Get lit. Go out and get baked. (laughs) (laughs) And all these lawyers are like, we gotcha. (laughs) That's fucking awesome. Yeah. How do you you, uh, celebrate in Texas? What do you do? Go get ribs? What's a Texas celebration? I'd, well, we should go to South by and find out when we go to Austin in March. Oh, nice. How about that segue? Yeah, that's a good segue. Thanks we for have... the tea up, Mary Jane. <laughs> we have a panel picker, uh, South by Southwest. We submitted a panel, and it's still up for voting. This is the last week. It closes, I think, voting on Friday. Uh, my brother's birthday, August 23rd. Shout out, Matthew. Shout out, voting at South by. Happy birthday, Matthew. And yeah, and, and closing... Uh, for our voting, sorry, our panel pickers voting closes. Why is that so fucking hard to say? Our panel picker voting closes on Friday. So if you have a second to go and give us an upvote, we would 
love your support. Like it really does make a difference. Uh, they are choosing partially based on how many votes every panel gets. So our panel is called Art, Entertainment, and Social Justice Awareness. If you go to uh, South by Southwest dot panelpicker.com right or any of our socials Mm -hmm. or this episode description click on that it's all right there for you to vote yep and you just go log in real quick and give it an upvote which is the up arrow (laughs) and uh we'd really appreciate your help thank you so much and also while you're at it would you give us a review on itunes like a five-star review would just mean the world does if you have a second it's it really does make a difference it makes a world of difference it sure does did somebody just leave a review, Someone even though nobody's me. heard this yet? <laughs> I just got a five-star review. I love that your phone is listening, but now it's for positive reasons. Mm-hmm. Like, your phone voted for you. It's like, I will help you marry Jane. <laughs> I voted for you. Um, <laughs> I own your soul, but here is a little nugget of truth. It is listening to me. It definitely freaks me out sometimes. What else? Buds of the week. Yeah. You want to get into them? Yeah. I got a great butt of the week. Okay. Very excited to shout this person out. So you know how I have uh, my show Glazed coming up next Thursday, August 29th, 10 o'clock at the Hollywood Improv? Get your tickets now if get you live in LA. Yeah. It always somebody... sells out. Thank you. Yeah. Line around the block, man. It's the fucking best. And you're on the marquee. So I couldn't be more happy for you. It was fucking great to see your smiling face adorning Santa Monica, or sorry, Melrose Boulevard. And you're like, your face is across from one of the newest, hottest dispensaries in town, too. It's just all good. Pretty fucking cool. It's a good look. I feel very um, proud and happy. Thank you. I'm very... Well, here's the deal. Like, my butt of the week is somebody who bought tickets to the show and then tagged Wheaton Grub because they also listen to the podcast. And now I'm really excited to meet them at Glaze next Thursday. So I just want to say shout out to Creepy Crawlies. Their Instagram is at creepy underscore crawlies, C-R-E-E-P-Y underscore C-R-A-W-L-I-E-S. Creepy Crawlies. Wow. And they... Uh, dropped an Instagram story with their tickets purchased and said, shout out Weedon Grove, love the podcast. So excited to kick it with you and Mary Jane at the show. And their Instagram is so dope. Look, it's all 95 Civics and good times. So it's a great 95 Civic car that I think is probably their own. And then smiley faces. Look at Hell that. Yes. How fun is that? What the fuck? Right? That's amazing. Cre- so, oh, maybe I'll even get to see the car. Oh, yeah. Drive that Civic on over and pop the hood. Let us get a look at that sweet engine, that sweet, sweet ride. (laughs) I'm so fucking stoked. So I just want to say shout out to my butt of the week, Creepy Crawlies. Creepy Crawlies. Nice whip. Um, Okay. Awesome. I'm excited to meet those guys at your show, your sold out show that you're on the marquee for. Um, (laughs) Who's your butt of the week? (laughs) My butt of the week is Tema, our friend Tema Saul. So Tema's a great comic here in LA, and she started a podcast that's called Saul Good, because her name is Tema Saul, get it? T-E-M-A-S-A-L-L is her Insta. And she started this podcast, and she's just interviewing all sorts of fucking cool folks from the entertainment industry and people who are just like riding the roller coaster of life, basically. Today, her episode is with her mom, who's a realtor in Toluca Lake. She's just like a great person a great comic a great friend a super positive vibes and um you should check out her new podcast Saul good which is available on uh, itunes now and she's got i think four or five eps up and uh she's getting off to a great start this is reminds me of the chicken yeah yeah right because yeah. it's like this is the fam you got to take care of the fam yeah keep that circle going keep it going keep it tight keep it nice can i say one thing before we introduce our vib heck yeah i want to say something i'm proud of I had my first byline in Rolling Stone. Duh, Mary Jane! (laughs) Yeah. 
I wrote my very first story for Rolling Stone. It's uh, up on rollingstone.com, and it's called the wild, How to Navigate the Wild World of Weed Pens. And I broke down the difference between THC distillate pens versus live resin pens by speaking with our friend Nima from Cannabiotics. If you haven't checked that app out, um, it's one of our Spotlight series. And I'm just really grateful to Nima for being fucking always dropping the knowledge. And uh, I was really stoked to see my, my name next to that cool publication, that legendary um, Rolling Stone you know, script. I felt really good about it. So I just wanted to say that on the podcast and kind of shout myself out a little bit. Damn fucking right. Congratulations. Thank you. Earlier this year, when we were talking about who you would want to write for, you said Rolling Stone. I did. You put it in the air. I did put it in the air. Yeah. Thanks. So great. Thanks, and Mike. when you go to rollingstone.com and you click culture, it's right there front and center. <laughs> I know. It's, it's right there. It's kind of a dream come true. So uh, yeah, now I'm kind of embarrassed and I want to move on. You do? Yeah. Pride, pride's too much, huh? Yeah, my cheeks are flushing and I feel <laughs> weird, so. <laughs> They're crisping up like that chicken skin? Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. Okay, well, congratulations. Thank you. Do you want to get to our VIB then so that you don't have to feel this way? I do. Great. I do. <laughs> Kate, please take this pe- massive pressure off of me. <laughs> the pressure of being proud? <laughs> well, no, I mean, it was so interesting because we just went and saw her amazing one-person show deflecting, last week. Deflecting, and, deflecting, And so much deflecting. of it was about that, like, weird discomfort of having anyone fucking look at you because you're... But at the same time, she's a fucking great performer. I, you know, spent my whole life on stage performing, so it's not that I don't want people to look at me. It's just that when I'm, like, taking credit for something that I'm proud of, it's a weird feeling. It's just, it's not necessarily comfortable. And it's so much of what she talks about in her show. Yeah. And in, I think, the last third of this pod. Yeah. We, we, this is a hell of a ride. It really is. It gets so deep, so raunchy, so funny. There are super high highs and then some like super intense, like weird fucking stories. (laughs) (laughs) It was a great time. I just want to shout out. No, I don't want, I don't want to spoil anything. Should we get to it? Yeah. So Kate Peterman is somebody I met when uh, I was doing high guys at Buzzfeed. She used to work at Buzzfeed. You might know her when she was on Quinta Brunson's show. She's, she has a great podcast too. So check that out in the description. Bobo is eating my beard. Oh, he's so sweet. So it is time to go. Enjoy our episode with Kate Peterman. Magical butter. Magical butter. How much fun is that? Magical butter is the best machine for making all of your edibles at home. Let me ask you three questions. Okay. Can I make infused chocolates? Yes. Gummies? Yes. Tinctures? Yes. Oils? Yes. Butter? That was five. (laughs) (laughs) And yes. And you can buy Magical Ghee from MagicalButter.com, and that's Whole30 approved and compliant, so you can infuse your own ghee and then still be on your Whole30 diet. Ooh, that sounds... I'm actually thinking about doing Whole30 again. Well, you should get your Magical Butter machine and get that ghee going. Get that ghee going. Get that ghee going. MagicalButter.com. Use promo code Weed and Grub at checkout for 20% off. And check out their Instagram because it is the sexiest food pics I've ever seen. So go to magi- at Magical Butter and peep it, follow it, like it, fave it comment <laughs> lick it like it love it they're good vibes all day good people doing good things magicalbutter.com use the promo code weed and grub at checkout give them a follow and make your own edibles at home man why know what goes into them and it'll feel so good yeah that should be their tagline yeah magical butter you know what goes into it and then you feel good <laughs> <laughs> magicalbutter.com promo code weed and grub at checkout will get you 20 percent off <laughs> <laughs> What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? <laughs> this is why we do this. It is exactly why we do this. This is so fun. We're here with a good friend. Will you just introduce yourself and tell everyone your name and so they know your voice? Hi, I'm Kate Peterman. 
That was the most on-brand intro I could have done. You have, da, 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 da. You have, you have uh, also a guest, special guest in your lap. Yeah, I do. Bobo. What's up, Bo? Oh, he's going to sit. Oh. This is my hair phone. He's going to put his ass on you. Yes. That's the mark of like love when a cat puts its asshole. Yeah. In your on you when it in lowers you. the asshole directly into skin contact with mm. you. Mm-hmm. I just love that they always have to be part of the mix. Like yeah. you don't need to be sniffing this salsa. You're not new to this world. <laughs> <laughs> like you've sniffed it all before. Yeah, you know. But they're just sort of like, mm, I guess I'll just be right over here. I can't tell you how many times I've accidentally kicked my cat because he just runs in front of my feet. Oh yeah, he just has to be in the mix. Mm-hmm. His name's Peter. Mm-hmm. Peter the cat. He's a tux and he's fucking nuts. He's nuts. Love a tux. So to plug your podcast right out of the gate, what's the name of it? Uh, Things I Used to Lie About. Things I Used to Lie About. And when I did it, your cat Peter was climbing on the blinds. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He was up on the fridge for a little bit. He's doing this new thing where he jumps into the freezer so, like, I'll open the freezer and I'll just wait a second and you'll see him run in and jump up into the freezer because he thinks it's, like, a fun game. He once got stuck in the fridge. I mean, I wish I could jump into my freezer right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot yeah. as fuck. It's hot as fuck in here. Yeah. Sorry. Mm. I, mm. Feel, I feel good right now. You feel now. good? Yeah. Yeah, the cold cold beverages are helping. Trust yes. me. Bobo. He's not fully laid down. He's thinking about... Oh, he's doing it. It's happening. I've never seen Bobo do this with any guests. Are you fucking kidding me? You are my the ass? first. Dude, this is all I've ever wanted in my entire life is for one animal who everyone's like, man, they don't take a lack into anybody. <laughs> Just like pick me. Yeah. He's it's happening. You're the one. He Dreams does realized. not like people. Yeah. Like it, this, if this was The Bachelorette, yeah. like it'd be over five minutes into the season. He handed you his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and I accept. <laughs> yes, I accept this asshole. <laughs> oh, Bobo, I gotta get a picture. Where's my Sweet phone? Angel. <laughs> oh my God, I love you. <laughs> 17 years and he's never, you know? He's You're number one. one. You're number one. This means more to me than what I assume it feels like to have my dad say I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you had your cat, Peter? Two years. Why'd you get it? Um, they they brought like cats into BuzzFeed, like a litter of kittens, and people were adopting them, and I missed it. Like I didn't get to actually meet the kittens, and then I heard that these two kittens were going to be taken to an adoption center. I was like, oh, no. And I was like, I want one. And the woman was like, okay, you can have this one. And I was like, I named it Peter in my head. I was so excited. And then she was like, um, I'm so sorry. They're actually gone. They already, like the woman already picked them up to take them to San Diego. And he was already admitted to this like adoption place. And I was so crushed. And then I found out later at like 9 p.m. that they had rejected him from the adoption place because they only take the most perfect of perfect cats and he had a slight heart murmur and I was like, bring that son of a bitch right back to me. (laughs) And then they did and and then he was mine. He had a quick poo explosion in Petco and then other than that, we've been smooth sailing. Wow. Wow. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. Does Does he sleep on your head or do any weird... 
I have yeah I have two pillows I use one and then I put the other one long ways and he lays on that one nice stop like a little ring at a wedding yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. and he curls up in a circle (laughs) (laughs) Uh, one more cat question maybe a couple more Um, what's your pillow hardness to softness ratio we've been talking a lot about it okay well I have for me I have a pillow one of the purple pillows you receive the thing purple it's like a mattress and you could if you put an egg on it and press the egg down it won't break like that's the type of mattress it is and I did a video for BuzzFeed where I got to use a purple mattress for a month and I really tried to get them to give it to me I was like I've been farting in this for 30 days yeah leave it here skin cells everywhere everywhere exfoliation on exfoliation up here and they took it but they let me keep the pillow and so that's my pillow It, it it feels like a butt it feels like a nice soft butt. Wow. It is really cozy. Wait. Yeah. You, what do you mean awesome. you did a video for BuzzFeed about the mattress that you were sleeping on for 30 days? What yeah. did that even is look this like? Is a silent camera in the corner, like a security Just like paper? paranormal, kind of like. Yeah. It was... <laughs> you in your sheets? Yeah, they filmed me while sleeping. It was fine. Amazing. Cool. No, I'm kidding. They didn't. But I was. it was just like you had, if you have back problems, you get to try this mattress. And now that I no longer work there, I can say... I didn't have back problems. I just wanted to try that mattress because I thought I might get a free mattress. Hell yeah. And it's like a really good mattress. So That's like when people write scripts and they're like, no, it has to be a Ferrari. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but that's what the script calls for. Yeah. I need a Ferrari. I have to yeah. kiss Keanu Reeves in this screenplay. I'm, it has to be. It's There's, him or no one I else. I looked at it from every which way <laughs> and it just doesn't make sense to the character to not suck Keanu Reeves' face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. I mean, get it. Yeah. Ali Wong truly did that. She did. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved it so much. So it's so good. Great. It was such a good movie. She just, yeah, wrote love scenes with, with Keanu Reeves. Really? Yeah, yeah. she really did that. It always be my maybe. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking great. And he's so great. He's so like awful so and funny. fucking funny his, and Yeah, and his glasses don't have lenses. Oh. They're just frames. And but he, just, he chose that. That was him. Yeah. And he just plays like the most pretentious version of himself because he's playing Keanu Reeves, but like at the most sort of like outrageous like fringe of his fame just being a total douche it's Ugh. so good it's so fucking yeah, good it's so good oh what a good movie yeah. it's on netflix punch me hit me hit me <laughs> i'll hit myself and he smashes a, a vase over his own head and like kind of bleeds a little bit <laughs> why did i just get turned on a little bit that's, that's like, the point that's of the so scene sexy. that's fucking yeah. it god damn it's awesome and then for you you were like i need this mattress same yeah, thing. yeah 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 it was the same same thing uh both equally impressive career moves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like a I Netflix love original movie and uh, a quick three and a half uh, BuzzFeed promo for Purple Mattresses. Yo, you guys could do ASMR with these. Do well, you know that? Yeah. She gets DMs from people who like want her voice in their ears at all times. No. I mean, you must. Uh-uh. Yeah, with that voice you have going. People are just like, <laughs> I'd like to see you in a cartoon. Oh. Which I appreciate, but yeah. they're not like, let me hear it all the time when I drive. Well. <laughs> <laughs> After this, there will be. Ah, classic. Yeah. Wait, so you, you have a podcast, but you made, how many videos did you make? When How long were you at BuzzFeed? And uh, what was with what BuzzFeed? And how, how did, did you, you do it? There? How did it go? When did you move to LA? <laughs> what is your skincare um, routine? Zip, zip, zip. How it was just like answered all of it. 
It'd be funny if like my hand turned into a cartoon. It was like one, two, three, four, five, and there was just all the fingers on one hand, you yeah. know, counting like twenty points. <laughs> Anywho, uh, I was at BuzzFeed for I moved to LA six years ago. Oh my was god, that, you heard all those questions? Yeah, I did. Wow. I was at BuzzFeed for three and a half years. I did like well over, I think easily over a hundred videos, but it was like um I wrote for some there were some like scripted series and then I was in a bunch of like random taste tests and stuff like that and then eventually BuzzFeed stopped doing scripted uh so I didn't technically have a job for the whole last year that I worked there but I was just like I guess I'll fart around and just see if anyone needs me smart (laughs) and then i got laid off with about 250 to 300 other people Ah. yeah no it was awesome it It was was. it was the best thing that could have happened i was trying to leave uh because you can't do any outside work when you work there full time Mm -hmm. and i was trying to leave but i was like just not being disciplined enough with saving money and then the severance was a bomb we got paid for two months like we were technically still working there so we got paid for two months and then our severance kicked in so i know a lot of people were complaining but it was like best case scenario yeah especially if you moved here to be an artist yeah and follow dreams yeah like i buzzfeed was never the dream it was a lot of fun when it was happening like Mm -hmm. i got to mess around with my friends for a while and do like stupid sketches uh but then it changed and i was like all right i guess i'll just keep getting health insurance and a paycheck yeah and i guess trying my best but i was so psyched when they let me go yeah yeah and, and then what? And then what happened? Like, Then I watched all of Game of Thrones in one week. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. That was your dream, huh? Dreams that was my dream. Yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, now I'm just floating. <laughs> Mama did it. I currently have a free trial of HBO. It runs out like, I think even maybe next week. Oh, fuck. Oh, you should watch a Black Lady sketch show. Okay. My friend Quint is in it, and it's really, really good. Fuck yes. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, it's awesome. It's also crazy to see her in it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. You guys were at BuzzFeed at the same time, right? Yeah, she brought me on. We Fuck were friends yes. back from college. Nice. Yeah. What yeah. was that? Same dorm room? Nah. No? Nah? Uh, Get improv- in a fight and then we- become friends? <laughs> We were on the same improv team and we both got kicked off at the same time. Why? Yes. I love these stories. <laughs> yeah, for not like prioritizing the improv team. Like it was no hard feelings, but they were just like, you guys are missing too many practices. And we were both like, fair. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> I thought they were really, really, like everyone on the team was really, really funny. They were their own group of friends though. And I was an outsider for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think Quinta was a little bit closer, but she was, I feel like we were both just like kind of outsiders. Mm-hmm. Which okay. is why you two got along so good. We didn't even get, a, like, we got along, but we weren't even hanging out like that until we moved out here. And she was like, hey, do you want to help me write a sketch show? For, we have to put it up tomorrow. It has to be a half hour. Holy <laughs> shit. Really? At the comedy store, too. Really? Yeah. Whoa, you had a day? Yeah. What the fuck? And I was like, yeah, let's fucking do it. Like, whatever. Yeah. Were you in it? I was bombed when I, I mean, <laughs> bombed. Wow. I did this like sketch where I talked to Drake. So it was like Drake music and I was supposed to have like a, like a, I was like talking to Drake mm-hmm. and it went not even great on Vine and I don't know why I thought it would make a great sketch in, in the main room in oh, front of. You had six seconds of like gold and then you're like yeah it was just like drake being like (laughs) i did it i did it i swear that i did it and i was like and another (laughs) 
it was just bad. It was bad. <laughs> bad left and right. How many pages was it? Like a minute? It felt like forever. Yeah. Someone actually said I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> Someone was just like, I'm bored. <laughs> biggest laugh of the night. Out loud at you? And yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Fuck, LA is fucking savage. Savage. It's like we were only there for so long and it's like, I'm, it's like a waterfall off my upper lip. I'm so, I'm so nervous. And they're just, I'm bored. <laughs> All right. Okay. Fair I'll just enough. go fuck myself then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So then you moved here, bombed in a sketch show, yeah. but became good friends with Quinta through it. Mm-hmm. And then um, you were like, well, this is comedy. This is why I moved here. Yeah. Yeah. We were, it was actually crazy because my best friend at the time, like my best friend from college was visiting and it was her last night. And I was like, do you want to be in this? Because she also like loved comedy too. And I was like, do you want to be in this sketch show? And she was like, yeah, let's do it. And then she left and me and Qu- it was almost like a passing off of a best friend because she was like engaged and she had like all of her shit back east and whatever. And so I was just like, oh, cool. I have this like new best friend. And I remember we got high together and we talked about all like we loved all the same comedy. So we were like, oh, we're going to be best friends forever. Yeah. And that's when we we went to go write somewhere together and I didn't have a car. And so I was like, oh, yes, a friend. She's going to have a fucking car. She's going to be able to drive me home, dude. And I was like, where'd you park? It was at the Grove. I was like, where'd you park? She goes, oh, I don't have a car. Where'd you park? I was like, fuck, dude, I don't either. (laughs) So we just like made friends with the one other person in LA that doesn't have a goddamn car. I got in a fight with people from Pet Boys when my car broke down because it just broke down the other day. Like I was smoking. I pulled over. I wouldn't have taken it to Pet Boys, but it was the only, like I got off at the exit because I was like, I can't be driving with this. Mm -hmm. And Pet Boys was right there. I took it. They were like, you have to get all this stuff done. It's going to be $775. And I was like, it's not, my car isn't even worth that. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, yeah. could you just do a fraction of that so I could just get home and like reassess what I want to do? And they were like, you can't drive it. Like, you have to, go, you have to pay this to like get your car back. I was like, oh, okay. I go back and pick it up the next day, pay the fucking money. What a dent, right? Just sucks. Yeah. Yes. I go to then drop off my rent check, which is like, gee whiz, like <laughs> no. one right after the other. Go to get back in my car and the fucking car won't start. No. Oh. Yes. No. Dead. It was dead. And I was like, oh boy. I don't like fighting, but once I start fighting, I don't stop fighting. Yeah. <laughs> so I call them and I'm like, mad and I'm trying to be nice but I'm like you guys have to come get me right now and they were like we have other cars to get and I was like did those cars just leave pet boys because mine did and whatever and then I talked like then my friend came and gave it a jump I got it home still won't turn on I was talking to them they were just being so annoying but you know like we were we were arguing and I know that they were definitely treating me differently because I was a woman hell yeah and they were just I was like please stop talking to me like that but I was really proud of once eventually I was like all right, I'm just going to give into it. I'm going to be the bitch that you guys think I'm, I am. And yeah. so he was like, well, you know, maybe when we lifted the hood, a light was on. I was like, maybe when we lifted a hood, the light was on. And you he was did like, that? Yeah. And he was like, okay, ma'am, now you're mocking me. And I was like, no, I'm not just mocking you. I'm mocking everyone who worked on my car. Yes. Fuck 
Yes, and the righteous fire came down from heaven and struck your body and ran into the earth <laughs> through your bones. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. It feels so good when you uh, fucking unleash it from the dude, heaven. Dude, because I was just like, fine, hate me. I don't care. Fine, fine. I felt so powerful and then immediately started crying. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why men are like, she's crazy. And you're yeah. Like, I have bottled this up for 30 Fucking years. I've been trying to play your game. <laughs> Anywho, this is a good one. <laughs> Fuck, that feels good though. Right? Oh, so it does. I swear to God. Oh. Yeah, there's nothing like it. That's why men should be afraid. Yeah. Be afraid. Like, be afraid. It's I'm terrifying. Also, I'm disputing that shit. Do you know you could dispute charges? Yeah. Like, the, I'm putting a claim on it because fuck, they didn't do what they were supposed to do. Mm hmm. So That's I'm not awesome. paying that money. Yeah, Damn take right. it to small claims court. <laughs> I'll meet you there. I'm suing my ex-landlord. Oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> well, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he stared at my tits while overcharging me for the perfectly clean apartment that I was vacating. And then, like, I got my deposit check back with, like, $700 less than he had said he would return it for. And I was like... Why is it always $700? It's always $700. I'll meet you at Small Claims Court, Kate. Let's fucking... You want to get lunch? Yeah. All right, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) You want to get drunk and then go to Small Claims Court? (laughs) Do you want to go have a $700 lunch with me? Let's go to Vespertine. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. Fuck yeah. You're going to Gort to break even? (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God. We should meet at Vespertine. Get drunk, have a seven hundred dollars, go and scream in court, mm-hmm. get the money back, and then just be like, "That was it. That was the best day of my life." Yeah, yeah. Because you know what? Up. Playing by the rules. Guess what? It doesn't get you anything anywhere. People are like, "Yeah, they're nice, but they're screwed." Yeah. What so if, fuck it. Yep. I don't like when people say like, "Oh, you're so LA" or something like that. And oh. it's like, it's like, no, no, no. I'm just like handling my shit in a business that wants to eat me alive and forget yes. about me. Sorry about you. I don't know yeah. what to say. Yeah, you know. But that feels like real world shit at yeah. this point. Yeah, it just crosses over. Yeah, I did just have someone say that very thing to me. You're so LA. Yeah, I was like, well, yeah, I think I'm busy, but we can like, I can meet you at the like. I gave them a date and a time that was like further in the future than was okay for them, and they were like, oh, you're so LA, and I was like busy and like like doing my best to pay my rent with like by the skin of my teeth yeah yeah i guess bummer that you were yeah yeah i ordered an an iced coffee with almond milk back home and they're like little miss la i'm like okay (laughs) very low bar (laughs) yeah (laughs) like super low Like the whole coffee shop stopped and looked at you and was like, what? Everyone just has frappuccinos. (laughs) Super low. They're like, this is a dairy queen. I love it. Do you want to try our new Ritz cracker smoothie? That's what we have here. Oh, for a real quick second, I thought you were like, we made a, I thought you were serious. Mm -hmm. And that you made a Ritz cracker. We're good cooks. Yeah. Yeah. I try. Yeah. Yeah. That's the most fun. That's all yeah. that matters, right? Yeah. I I am pescatarian. I hate saying that because I feel like it's... I think that's the fucking way to be in 2019. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 I like fish, but... I don't know. But yeah, I try to cook. Yeah. I do a lot of blending. It's like smoothies? No, like... Or like uh, flavors. Like... Uh, <laughs> 
Like I just I throw everything in a pan and some oil on it. I'm like, that should taste good. Always. Yeah. yeah. You can't fucking lose. Uh, what? I don't know. You did something weird the other night where I was like, that's a big no. What I do? You, you, you like put chicken in ice cream. Oh yeah. <laughs> what? Fried chicken or regular chicken? Oh, that would have been the move, right? That would have been okay. Yeah, like skin. chicken nuggets, fine. Sure. Dip it in a frosty. It was experimental. I applauded I, in the moment. I was like, oh, bold moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need more information. Yeah. Um. So uh, we were working and Mary Jane was like, I'm cooking us a healthy dinner so we can keep working it. And I was like, thank you so much. And she made um, like fucking farro and roasted veggies. And she made this chicken with it. And there was an oil, like oil left over from the chicken in the pan. Uh-huh. And I was eating it <laughs> while she's making this healthy meal. I was like, you know what? I need a little vanilla ice cream. And so I like <laughs> opened the fridge and I'm like, I'm eating this vanilla, her vanilla ice cream with a fork, like an idiot. And I see the chicken oil. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, a little salty. Ooh, a little like they, and people put oh. olive oil on ice cream and yeah. a little salt. And I was like, boom, salty oil. Let's try it. So yeah. I dipped my fork in the ice cream and, and then, then submerged that in the oil and took a bite. And then I was like, nope, that's not going <laughs> to fucking work. It was fucking disgusting. Chicken consomme vanilla bean ice cream. Yeah. Damn. yeah. Not good. You tried though. Now I understand what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Fucking for a minute awful. I was like, did you put shredded chicken in like vanilla ice cream? And I was May like, as well have. Why yeah. Not? Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. But what's your, what's your like go to like chop it up and put it in a pan kind of lists of stuff um i like peppers onions i like to add some uh well it used to be broccoli Mm -hmm. until i found out broccoli backs you up all cruciferous vegetables back you up Mm -hmm. and i had no idea do you know johnny pemberton i don't know him personally i just learned this from him so i thought i'd give him a quick shout out to shout you out to be like yo this is what it's about this is 2019 cruciferous vegetable cruciferous cruciferous meaning like woody greens kind of thing that uh i actually don't know i just know the word Mm -hmm. and i know that it also applies to cauliflower okay (laughs) all right (laughs) i love the word cruciferous my friend who is a doctor told me well Mm -hmm. She's a dentist. Oh. <laughs> this is it's going so downhill. A uh, medical degree. It doesn't really back you up. It's just you have, it takes three to six hours to digest. Oh, you mean digest? Yeah, you just digest it. <laughs> but then once I like switched from, because I was eating like a ton of broccoli. I was like, I'm being so good to my body. And then I was like, feel in pain pretty mm. often. And then I switched to spinach and I was just like sauteing spinach. And I was like, well, that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It wasn't a comfortable cleanse process, but mm. broccoli worst farts, but nothing moves. Yeah, it's like oh, like the you're fart- farting around the poop. Yes, that's what I was just picturing. Oh, terrible. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like like a wind gust saying "excuse me" oh, to a wall. Yeah. Rough. Oh. Just rough. Yeah. So it smells terrible, but you're getting no relief. Oh, because it's carrying the particles. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. We've all had those. Yeah. It's like the um, Indiana Jones. You know, with that boulder that's coming through with the wind <laughs> yeah. where they feel the wind across their faces. <laughs> that's or the boulder parts. gets stuck. Yeah. Do you just hear- have to pee a thousand times because so just push it on your pee bag. Oh, does you, asparagus pee? Yeah. yeah. No? Do you, you know some people metabolize it and some people do not? Yeah, but no, but mine tastes like asparagus. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thanks for setting it up. <laughs> Thanks for setting it up. And Ali, oops. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm gonna go get more wind. I'll be right back. Yes. Cool. I was gonna tell a story about when I pooped my pants at Christmas. <gasps> I'm so excited for that. All right. Oh, I love poop stories. They're the funniest They're ones. They're so, dude. My friend, she's already told this story. I used to have a podcast with her, so it's fine if I tell it. She had to poop real bad. She called her sister and she was in a, in the car, but in like bumper to bumper traffic. And she was like, I'm not going to make it. And her sister was like, you just have to bear down. Like, oh, this one. Oh, thanks. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I was like, you just have, or her sister was like, you just have to bear down and like do it. And so she was like, all right. And so she grabbed her jean jacket and put it under her and lifted her dress and just shit in the driver's seat in her car into this jean jacket that said, Boss bitch on the back <laughs> of it. <laughs> Just on the one on one sound, like, ah! <laughs> Into a boss bitch jean jacket, which is just, <clears throat> I mean, just beautiful. Yeah. Truly. I'm handling it. I'm handling this. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's great. Where do you? Where does the jacket go after that? She just threw it out on the road, like out the window. I, I don't. It's like you smacks know what? into the that's windshield behind. Question. I mean, that's such a common thing to see. I feel like in LA on the freeway or on the street, just, just like, like lumps of clothing, and I always feel like there's a body part in there. It always makes me feel nervous. Oh, but there's yeah. people shitting into their jean jackets. Clearly, <laughs> this is epidemic. <laughs> It's so weird to see things just like that left on the... I, when I used to walk all the time not on the bus, I saw um, a strap-on just left on the side of, a, of like a bridge in like Westwood. Wow. Or not a bridge, but it was like, yeah, I guess kind of like a bridge, an overpass or whatever. And I was like, where where and why? How how did it get here? Don't like it was like it's a window toss? Yeah, must be. But why are you throwing a shoe out? One shoe. Why are you throwing one thing out the window at that time? You know, I said strap on, right? Yeah, I was like, you said strap on. Yeah, yeah like a strap, like a like a dick, <clears throat> like a strap on penis. We say it again. Dildo. Oh, I missed that part. Oh yeah, that's I'm what so I saw. I'm so sorry. You strap on shoes. Yeah, <laughs> like Velcro shoes. Yeah, <laughs> like a strappy sandal. Yeah, I was like, well, those are probably sexy for somebody. Why would you not keep that? I'm so sorry. <laughs> It was like just one shoe, and I was like, I don't know if we're taking a left turn here or like what's happening. <laughs> no, it was a full strap on, <laughs> like a dick in a harness. <laughs> yep, he's crying yeah. just so people who can't, can't. see we, this. Wow, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm Classic. so sorry. No, don't be. It was really good. I used to on. <laughs> On my street, when I lived in Hollywood very briefly for my very first month in LA, I moved here with just Archie and Bobo, had nothing, I was staying in a sublet, and my first day I was like, oh, this is so beautiful, it's like super central and everything, and then the sun went down, oh. and my whole block turned into, like, it was all the sex work, where the sex workers would congregate, and it was actually really fucking interesting, yeah. it was also pretty fucking sorted, like, yeah. <clears throat> people... With like um, cars where they would just like go in and change their clothes for like the next round and stuff. It was just like really wow. intense. And I came out the next morning and there were just underwear all over my front stoop that had just been discarded. Because you're like, well, yeah, just peel them off and put on a fresh pair for the next 
customer or whatever. And it was so intense. And I was so kind of like low-key freaked out by it. But then also when I came home, like on my third or fourth night, and I like got managed to go to the store and get groceries. And I was coming home with a bottle of wine in my bag. And there were a couple of girls standing on the corner. And they were like, oh, she got some wine. You're looking good. And I was like, I feel really nice right now. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you, ladies. See, that's why I feel like we should have brothels but like have like regulations and it should just be normal to have like sex workers because it's gonna happen no matter what like Mm -hmm. you could say oh no we can't it's illegal but it's like it's going to happen it's the way people make money especially people who have been like cast out from their families and shit like that so make brothel you know like have make it fucking safe make it safe yeah safe and available and testing and all that tax that shit if you need to you can make money to do it yeah absolutely make a brothel freaking I've got, I mean, I, I think I have my own weird hang-ups about, like, sex work and porn, like, anyone who was just, like, raised in the kind of, like, climate that I, I was. I was super like, Catholic, came yeah. Up, like, yeah, I came up, I went to Catholic school, and then, like, sort of, like, 80s feminism, and yeah. it was, wasn't, I wasn't really part of the sex-positive movement as a kid. Like, I came of age more in the time where it was, like, really hardcore feminism was, like, we don't need sex or men, you right. know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. like, 70s, 80s. I think that changed in the 90s, but, like, I definitely came of age in a time, and, like, my opinions about it all were fomented by, like not being sex positive or pro sex worker or pro porn or any of that kind of yeah. stuff. And I'm so, I'm trying to update and adapt. And I think through like, you know, doing this podcast, we talked to all sorts of interesting people who have had like sex work history or sex therapy or any of that kind of stuff. It's yeah. really cool, but it's also hard to like get your fucking head around that it is. people fuck for money. And yeah, because that, that used to be, it used to be a punchline. Yes. You know, people yeah. would be like, uh, you know, we used to joke around being like, ah, well, if all else fails, I'll start turning tricks. And it's like, it used to be a punchline, but it's Absolutely. an actual living, you mm-hmm. know? And it's that's what's crazy is getting out of what you learned about, you know, and getting out of your own head about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's but a good point. It would be great if it could be safe and it could be like... And still be a fucking punchline. Like, it's goofy. But like... We should all acknowledge that it is. That like, it doesn't have to be serious. Yeah. Sex is fun. But... Yeah. Yeah. I heard. I just feel like it would be... It, I guess I, what, yeah. what I'm trying to say is like, I feel like activism is only ever serious and I want it always... Like, we talk a lot about how, you know, does legal weed need to lighten up? Like, all of a sudden now that it's like... Everyone talks about cannabis as being this, you know, industry and it's all like... People have really taken like the the weird fun out of like the being high that, and being yeah, silly. The things yeah. that made it go. Move. Oh yeah. And so like I would just never want to sort of like start agitating for like you know sex workers to like be able to pay taxes without also still being able to be like you know wah, wah, like yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's, it's still going to be. It's crazy to like if, if brothels to were to become like if, if there was to be brothels in West Hollywood, you would have to say <laughs> things like. I don't even know what the more clinical, politically correct term for sex worker would be to get Congress people to listen. It would just be that, right? Sex so you worker, would, yeah. That's it. So Because it was like hookers and whores, and then it became prostitutes. Yeah. So, yeah. so you do have to use that like dry, but also courteous, and above all else, like responsible, positive language to get and respectful. That's yeah. the word I'm missing to get it to like make to get a brothel here. It's the same as trying to get weed legalized yeah, it has to be, here. It's a cannabis consumption lounge. It's not right. like. It couldn't be called a brothel. It would have to be like yeah. a, um, a a sexual get-off facility center. Yeah. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Well, you know? I feel like even saying brothel, I feel like people will have like a... I feel like people could comment being like, brothels have a history of this. And I don't know the history of actual brothels. I just know that that's what it's called. So I'm not saying to use old you know techniques or whatever. But to have like a place for people to do that work in a safe environment and for people to go and to have it be a little bit less 
so like so yeah. looked down upon and it's safer for everybody because people the thing is is that there's so much shame around it that people who are like looking to pay sex workers could feel so much shame that their lives are in like the sex workers lives are then in danger and it's like that's the biggest part of it i think is like there's so much shame surrounding i mean obviously like the aspect of being a sex worker is like there's so much shame surrounding that but just what you're saying i'm just repeating what you're saying but like the yeah. fact that people who want to just be able to pay for sex are ashamed out of doing it openly or even being able to sort of like seek it out like craigslist actually took all of those ads down and made it harder for people to be able to find sex workers and have that connection and so yeah just to be able to you know like if you're someone who is like whatever like you have a, a skin condition that you're embarrassed about or you or you're a virgin or you just don't know how to fuck or whatever it is, you're going through a, a bad time in your life and you don't want to make a romantic connection and you just actually want to have that relief like going for a massage, it Dude. should be fucking available to you. Imagine that. how much better sex across the board would be if we had access like to, everyone had access to like safe sex work. Yeah. You know, because yeah. then you could go and be like, I don't know how to do this and you could be like taught the right... Everyone will be having the best sex ever. Yeah, you yeah. can find your kinks and oh. then like lean into them to learn yeah. more about yourself. And there wouldn't be so many like we. I feel like there wouldn't be as much like weird violence and stuff like that. And yeah. just everyone would be able to go and like you wouldn't be on Pornhub looking up double penetration if you could just actually go and be like, do I actually like this? Let me experience it for myself in a safe environment with like clean toys and tested workers. And yeah. then be like, oh, I actually don't like it. It was a weird fantasy. Now I've played it out. Now I'm done with it and I can move on to like mm-hmm. furry paws or whatever yeah. it is. Right. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Do you think that's why they would never do it is because it keeps us divided, angry, and repressed? Yeah. So that's why it'll never come true? Absolutely. Yeah. Surely. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can go get a massage and get a hand job. No, you can't. You know, on Hollywood <laughs> Boulevard? <laughs> so quick. You get a massage and a hand job. No, you can't. <laughs> so fast. <laughs> so BuzzFeed. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about cats. I did get a massage once and the woman, I think the woman was hitting on me because oh. you don't like, you don't talk during massages, you know, like it's not like you're getting your hair done and you're like chatting away. Like mm-hmm. you're supposed to be quiet or whatever. And she kept saying, like, oh, I love, like, the, like, what did she say? Like, labia? Your, your, I love your labia. I love your labia. Yeah. She's like, I love this hole between your legs. <laughs> Let me explore it. That's so flirty. It was like, I was like, is she into me? <laughs> and then she was in me. And I was like, but is it real? You know? <laughs> or am I, like, reading into it? <laughs> wow. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. She was, but she was but like. But she was like saying, oh, I like, like, like that's the type of like muscles that I, I don't have muscles. Like I have, mu- like I, like every other human has muscles, but I don't have like, when you see me, you're not like, hey, those are particularly unique arms, you know? And she was just like, I love it. Like your muscle definition. Like that's what I want. And I want to like, what do you do for it? And I was just like, uh, <laughs> Mm-mm. watch netflix <laughs> like i don't do anything <laughs> sometimes i put my arms behind my head yeah other times <laughs> sometimes i like 
Sometimes I lie on one until it falls asleep. <laughs> Sometimes I'm too lazy to squat and I lower myself onto the toilet with just my arm. Yeah. <laughs> Straight legs. Great for the triceps. <laughs> An insane bathroom, Jim. Oh, weird. What a weird feeling. Yeah. How did it end? I didn't know at the time it was happening because I'm pretty oblivious to that stuff. So I was just like, yeah, man, I don't really do much. <laughs> and then afterwards, I like told my friend what was happening. They were like, that's not normal. No. Did she massage you with two fingers crawling up your back the whole time? Like Yeah, but she spiders? had like a whole storyline for it. You That's know what cool. I mean? Like she yeah. did a play on my legs <laughs> <laughs> with her hands. A bunch of like, it was it was the Christmas carol, but acted out with her fingers on my legs. It was crazy, but very festive. <laughs> I've gotten more squeamish as I've gotten older. Yeah. Really? How do you feel about feet? I don't oh. care. I don't care about feet. Yeah? I don't like hate them. I don't love them. I'm, they, I can't deal. You can't deal? I don't like feet at all. They squeam you right out? Squeam me right out. And if they touch me, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. What happens if foot touches you? I tell them never to do it again. I, I, jokes aside, I'm just like, you need to never do that again. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. Feet are so gross. You like spin around to that person at Whole Foods and say, get your foot off my inner mm-hmm. thigh or whatever? Yeah, at Whole Foods especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking roundhouse kick them. For sure. All their almonds fall down. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I got her. I got her. <laughs> yes. One to one. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Feet for me. That's my squeamer. But a foot, oh. a foot touches you and you. Mm. Yeah. It, it's just is it like. A smack? Is it like a no? Yeah. Yeah. It kind of is. Well, like I, I wouldn't like my brother did karate growing up. And uh, well, that's not a good example. Because brother feet are different. Though. Because I want to get to the root of this for sure. Well, yeah, it's just not fair because he's younger than me. And I was trying to draw a parallel. But like when I was his age, I never I never did any martial arts because you would have had to take your shoes off. Oh. And I wasn't about to let anybody touch me with their bare ass feet when i was a kid oh, so instead you laced into fucking word armor yeah i just put on more armor than is humanly possible 60 pounds of armor instead yeah. was yeah. it hockey hockey goalie yeah mm. yeah a goalie yeah dang so, so i was like armor. I, yeah, I was carrying around you fucking... look like optimus prime <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no feet here yeah that's why i got into goalie because of feet that's insane <laughs> You're like the anti-Tarantino. Uh, yeah. That's why I've never seen a movie. Is he good? I don't if know. If any feet got near you, you would just it would be sliced because of the blades too. Yeah. yeah. They're weapons. So yeah. you could be like, obviously don't put your feet near me. It's dangerous. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> That's a big turn Do you have a squeamer? Oh. Yeah, what's your squeam? Spit's a big one. Um your classic puking. Is oh. the, I can't. Is it the sound or Who the likes it? <laughs> Um, it's the threat that it might be me next. Oh. Yeah, like the, yeah. it's it's like a ever, nightmare yawn. Have you ever puked because you saw someone else puke? That's what I mean by a yawn. If I talk a lot about puking right now, will you puke? Probably. Really? I mean, I hope not. Please, please don't try. That's not what this is about. But like, will you get there? I, I'm, I don't know when it happened or why I'm so squeamish, but yeah, it's just gotten to, a, I'll be like, oh, like I just rewatched, um, Goldmember. And he like peels his skin off and licks it. Who? Fat bastard? Oh, gold gold member member does? Yeah. He's just like, oh, that's a keeper. And he like eats his, and then he collects his like dry skin and like, he pulled, (laughs) (laughs) he he pulled a big one off his back. And I was like, 
me and my friend were like, oh, fuck. Because that was that movie did no wrong to me. Like, when I was younger, I was just like, everything about this is awesome. And my mom's like, this is terrible. And I was like, <laughs> I don't see it. <laughs> and now I get it. It's fucking gross. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a nasty one. one? one. I want to see that. The wee little turtle head poking out. Is that the... <laughs> What's that one? Oh, yeah. Isn't that gold member? No. Oh, no, that might be So I Married an Ex-Murderer. No, it's one of the Austin Powers, though. It is? It's with, the like, the huge Scott. Scottish oh, Fat Bastard. Fat Bastard. Yeah. Like, it's a wee little turtle head poking out. And I was I, like, well, I, I think that was it, because he burp, pooped. Burp. He was pooping in, in gold member, and you only saw his shadow pooping. That's right. And her oh, go like, yeah. Can I tell my Christmas story now? Oh, we're back oh, to the poop. No. <laughs> we're back to the poop. That's good. That's good. Yo, 20 minutes later. Yo, yo. Oh, no. I'm sorry. We came around. <laughs> oh, my God. What you kind of cheese have... is this? Oh, sucker? that's Red Hawk. That's Cowgirl Creamery Red Hawk. That's some real good cheese there. That's got a, it's oh, a washed rind. Nice. That's real creamy. She's, uh, she's Ooh, creamy. Brief. She's got a little sweet, stink. Sweet. Ooh. Got some good rind on there. All right, so I'm ready for your story. You had to make a quick cheese bite. <laughs> I needed to make a quick snack. Wait, I might need a cheese bite for this. For this great. Because I'm gearing up like you're about to tell us like the the a, once again a Christmas carol. It was a, well, it's it's because it's on Christmas is why I'll never forget it. Yeah. Because I was um I was still living at home, so it must have been like high school or so, and it was Christmas morning, oh, and. Crunching your cracker in the back. <laughs> I'll move so back. Funny. I'll move back. Yeah, no. like, it, like, just like popcorn in a horror movie. One morning. <laughs> crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> this is good ass cheese. Yeah, Red Hawk. You're like in a funeral. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, eulogy, what? Check out this deli meat assortment. <laughs> as, the, as the crying spouse is on stage, you're like, excuse me, like, excuse damn, me. She is sad. <laughs> She loved him a lot. <laughs> Keep going. Don't let me stab you. <laughs> Boring. Again. Like, oh, oh God. He's gone. <laughs> but your poop story. Oh, yeah. So the, the night before, I had um, gone out and partied because it was Christmas Eve and there was no school and we were all just like getting hammered. And my stomach was all messed up. And um, so Christmas morning, I had to wake up early because you wake up early on Christmas and you get presents with your family. And I'm laying on my side while we're unwrapping gifts <laughs> and I can just feel everything inside of me. Like, you know where a lava lamp just starts working? Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. When it's just <laughs> heating up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When a lava lamp just starts uh-huh. <laughs> that's what it felt like yeah. <laughs> inside me <laughs> and so and and I, I wanted to hold it because like you don't want to you don't want to ruin the flow of gifts sure. by doing something like that you know and so I was like oh I'll just like hold it and I'll clinch and then it moved and then I was like oh okay I should just roll over on my other side because in my head I was like if I roll over the gravity will shift and then it'll go back the other way like a uh, sands through the hourglass yeah exactly <laughs> a lot of tube metaphors in this so one. Are, so are the days of my poop yeah. like like sands through the hourglass <laughs> just flip it over 
and as soon as I turn over, the butt spreads to turn on the other side, and it all just went boom. And just <laughs> Christmas morning. And I just like froze because everybody heard it. Yeah. Of course. And I just like froze and didn't move. And then my dad, they were just like, you're all right. And I was like, I got to go upstairs. Wait, how old are you? High school. <laughs> wow. And I just like went upstairs. Like the, the funniest thing too is that like, because I was wearing like sweats, mm-hmm. you know where you like hold your sweats tight to like keep the trash bag so nothing slides down the ankle. And so you had to no. like. Well, go. no. <laughs> we haven't, we haven't no. shit our pants. Kate, Kate and I don't know about that, Mike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do have a gross story for after this. I mean, where that's where it went. That's the end of it. It just slid down your leg? No, you, you just run it upstairs and you, you take a Christmas it, shower. You made it like a little shelf with your pants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like poop, poop shelf. Poop, poop shelf. shelf. Exactly. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Boss bitch. <laughs> Fucking awesome. I love talking about poop. I gotta say, I really do. Dude. Okay, so this one isn't poop. It is puke, but I'm not gonna go into details. Okay. But I was visiting, it was over Christmas break. So, okay, every Christmas growing up, I would get so excited that I would run around the house and I would eat a shitload of chocolate and drink a ton of Pepsi and then also eat kielbasa. Well, that's what we call it, kielbasa. Uh-huh. And... So that's a disgusting combination to be jostling around in a child's stomach. Meat, chocolate, and Pepsi? Yeah. <laughs> it was just a mess from the beginning. I mean, I, someone should have stopped me. And so it's, I don't say sorry for this, but I, I every every Christmas Eve, I would walk into my parents' room and be like, Mom, Dad, I'll be. <laughs> I just puke. And then obviously once I became like a little bit older, I stopped doing that, right? Then this past Christmas happened, and I was visiting my sister in New York, and she was like, "We're go- like I'm pescatarian," and she was like, "We're going to a burger place. They only have burgers." I was like, "All right, I need to eat something beforehand." There was only a bodega. My bad. I go in. She was like, "Get a power bar or something, Kate," and I was like, mm, "It looks like they have pickles and hard-boiled eggs stored in a mop bucket." <laughs> <laughs> In a in a fridge, <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, are those hard boiled or are those like you gotta crack them?" And he was like, "They're hard boiled." I was like, "Give me two and a pickle, dude. Delicious." I was on top of the world. T minus two days later, I wake up after the day after Christmas, and I'm like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and my I was like, "Maybe I'm just like." Because I drank the night before. I was like, maybe I'm just like a little hungover. And normally it doesn't, I don't throw up from drinking. So I was like, it'll pass. Um, but I'm at my parents' house. My parents don't drink. So like I try to not be, like they wouldn't be like, oh, you're hungover? Bad. we've been there. So I was like, maybe it'll come out the other end. So I, I farted uh, in, the, in the covers. And then, you know, I like to smell it. So I smelled totally. it. Totally. And this smell immediately, <laughs> like I covered my mouth and it it came flying out of my, in between my fingers. I just projectile vomited when I smelled my own fart because <laughs> I had food poisoning and that was the last straw. <laughs> 
And then I like run to the bathroom. My sister's like in there just like singing. Her, and I was like, get out. <laughs> get out. <laughs> she, she's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I'm puking. And so she leaves. But like I puked. on. It was on the wall. It was on the bed. It was on the floor. Oh, fuck. It was a whole mess. And I was like, I am too fucking old to not make it to the bathroom. <laughs> too old. <laughs> Oh Damn, that's God. good. Gross. Yeah. Truly gross. That's so gross. <laughs> I can't imagine how bad, how putrid, how like weapons grade level fucking bottle it and sell it to the military. It was, like, <laughs> like, it was all the smells of the things that probably could have killed me if my body didn't fight them off put into one gas pill and it just exploded <laughs> from my butthole and then I exploded. That's Disgusting. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I hope yeah. that no one's listening to this on their lunch break. Or if you are, sorry. God bless your iron stomach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God bless. Fuck. This sounds like a good place to talk about your one person show. Oh, yes. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> you're funny as fuck. <laughs> you're talented and you're funny and you're doing a one person show. I'm yeah, I'm really excited about it. I did it once already and now I have another one coming up, so I'm psyched. I'm psyched. I have to rememorize because I did it in April and I was like, I'll remember it. And then I went over it yesterday and I was like, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I have to remember this and I don't yet. But it'll come back. Yeah. What is it? What is it or when is it? What? What is what? My show? Yeah. Oh. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Lights up. There we were. Um, It is, uh, yeah, a one-person show, basically about codependence. It's called People Pleaser. It's about being raised in a codependent household, um, going to uh, Catholic church. Very excited to see this. And basically how, like, a couple of the themes are like trauma is currency and whoever's the most hurt or has the most trauma gets to like dictate the feeling of the room. Um, so it's just talking about like me growing up and, and basically like why I'm a people pleaser mm-hmm. because I was never the one to like take over the room. It was just everyone else was just like, I've been through more. So I, and just how that like affects somebody. Fuck yes. But it's also funny, yeah. <laughs> but it is also sad. Yeah. It's a, a little bit of both. That's so interesting to think. I've never heard anyone phrase it that way about like trauma being currency and sort of like that trafficking and like I'm the most yeah fucked up. Yeah. I'm I and I recognize that in my life in my just my experiences like knowing people me being that person sometimes. Yeah, like, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Raging codependent. Yeah. Working on it for you know I've been working on it for a long fucking time but it takes some untangling. Yeah. to get away. Sticky. Yeah, it's it's rough. Wow, mm-hmm. I'm I'm really excited about it. I'm like real happy with it, and it's been cool to. Oh my god, look at that angel! He was a baby angel when he's asleep. He's so perfect. He's <laughs> very old, but um, it's he is old. Oh god! Bobo. All right, focus. Oh, I love it's him Bobo so much. Being cute, he's Bobo asleep. being cute. And he's I got a hairy angel from Jesus. Oh, he's oh, god. God. oh my god! Oh. Okay, like oh, throw up. uh yeah but it's also been really good to like talk about it and see how many people relate to it too and you don't feel quite as alone which you do when you take on so that was like my whole like theory is that 
when you take on everyone else's shitty parts, you know, and like all of the stuff that they should be dealing with and it's sort of like everyone has to deal with shitty things and things that could give them an excuse to be a bad person, right? But as soon as you take on someone else's stuff, which is codependence, you deprive them of the ability to be able to be better, to decide to be better and work through it. And then you also harbor all of this bad shit inside of you. And then eventually you start feeling guilty and ashamed of the things that you never did. Whoa. It was never you. It was everyone else's that you just sort of collect. You're like, I'll take it. I'll deal with it. And then all of a sudden you're like, why do I hate myself? It's like, because you've literally swallowed all of the worst parts of everyone around you. Uh, I have no no words. But how how the like how did you figure that out? Oh, therapy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Therapy and talking to my manager, who's the greatest person. He's so great and I was like I was like I want to do a one person show. I don't know what it should be about and then he was like, "Well, just talk to me. Just like mm-hmm. start talking." And I was like, "All right." And like just talking, he was like, "What, well, you know, I was like, I guess I kind of could see it being about home, like where I'm from and he would ask questions and, and then he'd be like, okay, write something about that. Mm-hmm. So, whoa. Yeah, it was really great. Where did all that stuff go once it was inside you? Like, did you, how did it manifest itself once it was in you and you started feeling like shit? Like, how did you get it out? Well, I think through therapy, but I definitely, for a good chunk of my life, and still like deal with it, but I think I'm all right now, like had an eating disorder, like a really bad eating disorder. So, that it was like the one thing I could control, you know what I mean? And it was like, so everything, every feeling that I had felt selfish because I was so mad at everybody for letting me take on their shit. Yeah. You know? Fuck yeah. So every feeling I had, I was like, I'm not going to deal with it. I'm just going to turn. The, and it wasn't conscious. This was all subconscious. And I was just like, oh, I'll, I'm going to overeat. And then that's my problem because that's a tangible problem. And then I'll go like work out extra hard because that is a solution to this problem. And feelings were problems and they were, you know, whatever. So it was all of that. But I've been unpacking that shit for the past three years in therapy. That's what's up. Yeah. I have been trying to figure out codependency for years now. And I, even though I've done a ton of reading about it and I've like been diagnosed and self-identified and all that kind of stuff, I still can't really unpack it in my head. Mm -hmm. It's like the most fucked up, complicated, weird long-term dance that you do with everyone yeah, in your family it, and then sometimes in your adult life with even just chosen people and partners, right? Like it's... Absolutely. It's that... So the idea is basically that you're solving other people's problems. Can you... Can you... I would want to hear you break it down. Okay. So I always thought... it. I got codependency and empathy mixed up. Mm-hmm. Like I... I talked to my therapist. I was like, what's the difference? Like, I feel like if someone comes around me and is like, I'm having such a hard time, my go-to is to be like, let's fix it. Let me help you. Okay, let's let's cheer you up. Let's let's fix this. And for my whole life, I was like, that's what being a good person is. You know, you let go of self and you, you're there for the other person. And then she was like, yep, yeah, that is codependence. But we just call it being a good person. But empathy is sitting then with somebody and being like, it hurts me to see you hurting and I'm going to be here and I'm going to sit with you through this and I'm going to deal with the hard feelings. Like I'm going to sit with those feelings and I'm going to let you sit with those feelings because you're capable of getting through them. Which Mm -hmm. is a healthy choice. That's the healthy choice, yeah. And you're not putting your own self aside in any way, shape or form or trying to problem solve. Yeah, 
And the worst thing is that codependence is like a, you know, you think that you're putting yourself aside, but really you're fixing, you're like unable to sit with that feel, those feelings Mm because they're so hard to deal with. So you're like, I'll just fix it. I'll just screw it. I'll fix it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And it's kind of not putting yourself aside, which is a very weird thing to also see. You're like, no, but I'm being selfless. And it's like, well, are you though? Yeah. You know, but then if you meet someone who is also a codependent, what happens when they try and fix you? Well, codependents don't usually end up in conversation with each other. They're only in conversation with the people who sort of need them as codependents. Usually narcissists. Yeah. Oh, had a had a hot relationship with a real good one of those for a while. Oh boy, I was, I was <laughs> that like, was interesting. The thing is, I thought we were dating. He had a different idea. <laughs> <laughs> real fun it's like really fun to grow up and make mistakes (laughs) (laughs) oh really long pin maybe that'll be merch yeah 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 yeah. perfect i just was watching are you watching succession Mm -mm. do you still have hbo i do so succession uh the first season is available right now i think it's just the second season's just started maybe i haven't seen it but there's this great scene where this sort of like junior person is trying to tell a senior person about something bad that's going on and i think it's the woman who plays shiv mm-hmm. sarah snook and she just turns to him and she says there's something we call them a sin eater and you basically just eat is it do you remember did you see that episode some, um, it's someone talking about the don't let me do really yeah i don't know it's just someone talking about i think it's sarah snook's character saying the concept is someone who is a sin eater is someone who just basically takes all of the shit and in repayment for eating that shit they are very well compensated in mm. whatever it is you know money or homes or glory or whatever it is but that it's that person who has to eat the shit and I was like what a fucking great definition of someone who's you know like I guess a codependent really yeah. is, you know, that's the person who's just asked to hold everything it's like going shopping with someone at Christmas and they're just like making you hold all of the packages while they have the fun time shopping and you're like oh is everything okay and you none of the packages time? are for you none of the no. packages are for no they're not for you they're like <laughs> a codependent person is the type of person who goes to the restaurant and if there's like the uncomfortable chair on one side and the booth on the other side you just immediately sit in the uncomfortable chair you're just like, yeah, I won't even try for the booth. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah, one fine. mozzarella stick left over. Yeah, and it's you just have like... it. Even if I bought them and they're mine, you have it. Wow. Yeah. And you think, that's the thing, is that you were like, oh, they're so generous. And mm-hmm. so people, you, you're like, oh, it just it's the one thing that gets rewarded time and again. But then also people get really annoyed by it sometimes. Yeah, and then you're like, like a fucking try hard or yeah, you know, whatever. And you're like, well, why? I'm, I'm, I'm so nice. Yeah. Yeah. And in my experience, the friends of mine who have had that sort of like we we like I have one friend in, or ex friend that I'm thinking of actually who I think was like we both had that sort of like I'm so nice no I'm so nice we're and we're not friends anymore because there was a weird moment where it was like I don't know I think she was upset with me for maybe trying to like take away her ability to be that person in the friend group or whatever the fuck it was yeah like, yeah it's a fucked up dance boy is wow. it yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see your show. Oh, I'm so excited. People pleaser. People pleasing. Yeah. Fucking cool. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah. I'm psyched about it. To put something like that out there. Mm -hmm. Ooh wee. Mm -hmm. Ooh wee. You do characters? Uh, I play my mom at one point, but that's it. I can't wait. Yeah. That's going to be great. Yeah. I actually freaked out because my, so I have my mom saved in my phone as Norman Bates. Ooh. (laughs) And then 
I have my friend Henry saved in my phone as mom because we filmed something once and we needed to have like a mom call. And I was so nervous the first day I did the show, I got a text from mom saying, how do you feel about hecklers and a screenshot of a purchased ticket? And I was like, in all six years that I've been out here, She's visiting me now and she's coming to this show. And I like, I was, I was like, my stomach dropped. And then I called the number and I was still not figuring it out. My friend Henry was like, yeah, hey, I'm very excited to see your show. (laughs) That's a spot on Henry. You guys don't know him, but just trust me. (laughs) And so then uh, I was like, oh, Henry must be the wrong number. Like I just couldn't compute. And then I looked back and I was like, oh, it was never my mom, thank God. Fuck. I told them, though. I told them it was about them. Yeah? Yeah. How'd that go over? I was like, just say what you need to say. Go ahead. Wow. Mm-hmm. In a, like a kind of a... How do you feel about that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This has been a conversation about our parents. <laughs> That's such a super fun way to deflect. Yeah. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> hey, nice, nice haircut. You know what's nice about you? <laughs> Saying that compliment about my haircut. <laughs> Couldn't say thank you. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh no. <laughs> Thanks for being my friend. Oh god. Let's wrap it. Cool. Up. In a ham sandwich. Oh. Or not. I don't know. She's pescatarian. Wrap it up in a shrimp taco. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Nice. Hell yeah, dude. Ceviche. Yeah. Mm. Hard corn shell. Yeah. Crema. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Avo. Ooh. Yeah. It's good. Might even make a DIY Crunchwrap Supreme. Mm. Yep. Have you done that? Taco Bell. Have you done a DIY Crunchwrap? No, but I've thought about it a lot. I've thought I love Taco Bell so much, it's and I so feel like good. that's the that only time I've ever pooped myself. Was the crunch? Wait, we never yeah. talked about no, your I'm not, poop. I'm kidding. Yeah, oh, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, I wish I had a pooping myself at Taco Bell story to fit <laughs> in here right now. Damn it. That would have been good. <laughs> Holy shit! Well, let's do some plugs. Then, well, I yeah? will tell you very quickly oh, that please. I did poop myself. Um, yes. Drank too much coffee one morning. And was just running upstairs to just get changed for work, and I just poop my pants. <laughs> Good morning. And I had one friend that I could text, my friend Allison, and I just texted her, just shit my pants. And she was like, OMG. And I was just like, all fine. No worries. Don't, I just needed to tell someone. And she's like, okay. And I went Sometimes it's just so shameful. You're like, someone else has to know. This yeah. can't go away. Oh, no. Had to go somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Had to. Well, especially because the walk downstairs and then starting the day has to be, like, you got to put it out there. Oh, you can't yeah. just start the day and bottle that up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a little, fr- like, yeah. I had, like, showered, had coffee, had breakfast, and was ready to go to work. Poop my pants. That's what it is. You loosen up with the shower and then yeah. you have that coffee. And it's just like. It was mm. the action of like the, yeah, I think I had two cups of coffee and I was walking upstairs. There was something about that action. Of like, <laughs> well, yeah, it's like a push. It's like a freaking lever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just, just, yeah. I was like, wow, just fucking 
Put my pants walking upstairs. Here we go. Did you have to change your pants? I threw my pants away. Yeah. Yeah. I get they it. Old jeans. And I was like, Mm-mm, this is not cute. End I am of the 40. road for them. I am 40. <laughs> <laughs> I am not washing these. Yeah. Every time you look I'm, at them. I'm 40. <laughs> nope. <laughs> We're done with these pants. Fantastic. Got new pants. Went to work. Nobody ever knew. <laughs> That's amazing. Yep. Oh, God. This has been so the fun. The circle is complete. Yeah. Now it feels whole. I'm happy about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're welcome back anytime. Dude, what a fun time. Thanks yeah. for having me. So good to have Can you. Can you plug everything that you're excited about in your life? Sure. And your social media, which you may or may not be excited about. Um, I'm excited about my show, People Pleaser. You you can find it on my social media. Just it's Kate Peterman, and I'm very excited about. Oh, I have my own podcast, uh, Things I Used to Lie About, and I'm very excited about Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, so you guys should watch it. Are you on it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I just freaking I just decided that I love that. Okay. I love. I watched The Bachelorette, and I thought she was fantastic oh my god people fucking love these we it's this i had never watched it before until this season and this girl alabama hannah is she's i know her name is hannah oh, okay brown but then they her instagram is alabama hannah i'm plugging hannah brown's instagram she already <laughs> has like three million followers i'm like forget about me <laughs> Go people please maybe i'll meet her one day and i can tell her that i plugged her fucking <laughs> The ultimate codependent. She'd be black. like, "Oh, that instead of the ABC show I was on, was it ABC? Whatever. Wow, yeah. CBS. Yeah. Can I tell you that uh, I had a great time on your podcast? So if you like what Mary Jane and I I do on Weed and Grub, I going on your podcast and telling that insane story about the deck <laughs> I made for Food Network. Still so funny. Is insane. So You're definitely a favorite check it of out. a lot of my friends. Oh, that, yeah. So fucking wild. <laughs> definitely check out your podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. <sighs> All right. <laughs> it, that, that shit's out there. There have yeah. been times when I've almost like texted you to be like, yo, is that still out there? <laughs> <laughs> I could take it down, man, if you don't want it out there. No, I live, I live to, to learn uh, you just... <laughs> <laughs> from my mistakes. Can I just say that you just said you were bad at sex in Forbes magazine, so I don't oh, think yeah. you're afraid of things Wait, that's out there. right. You were in Forbes, but I didn't read it. You said you were bad at sex in Forbes magazine? Uh-huh. Can I show you this picture? <laughs> Mike, what the hell? <laughs> it was a footnote in his... Interview with Forbes with an asterisk. It's like, I'm bad at So sex. you actually had to come back and be like, wait, 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 real quick. What I meant by that was... I'm bad at sex. Oh, no. <laughs> what happened? I, why? Because it's Forbes and that's funny. It is funny, but why? <laughs> why did you do it? <laughs> Are you getting offers from people to make you better? Yeah, they're all saying things like, oh, well, then you should be in Playgirl or like, let me help you figure out how to get better at it. Yeah. For science. For science. Mm-hmm. For America. For democracy. Dude, so that actually was strategic. Good for you. Uh, nice. Unbeknownst, sure. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but I can be like, yeah. yeah. You know, like pretty pretty calculated with my <laughs> Forbes interview. Fucking <laughs> 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 silly. <laughs> excited about it. I am now, yeah. I'm so excited to read it now. I was going to read it, but then I had to come here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's a part. (laughs) Anyway. 
Uh, well, you can follow us at Weed and Grub on Instagram or weedandgrub.com. And please leave a five-star review on iTunes. It, it means a, a lot, right? It goes such a long way, and it all really you got to do is click those five stars. Mm-hmm. Leave a review if you want, but five-star it all the way. Hell yeah. Yep. I just burped and almost puked. <laughs> is that good or that? <laughs> <laughs> is that how we end? Is everyone puking? Yeah. Great. <gasps> oh, no. That's terrible. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, we'll fart. <laughs> Wait, uh, oh. last thing I'll say on it was like a royalty free whatever that you have to look up sound bites, and there is a female fart sound and a male fart sound. And I just want you guys to think about that. Oh, whoa, food for your brain. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>